We've just seen the funeral procession of Tiberius Claudius Abascantianus, and he was in fact a real person, but we did take, I must admit, a few liberties with his life story, and his real life story was actually somewhat different from the one that we've just reenacted for you. His real life story is known from an ash chest from Rome, which was found reused as a holy water basin in the church entrance to Santa Maria in Monticelli in Rome. As you can see, the ash chest itself is highly decorative. On the front, we see garlands of fruit and with birds. Now, this is the sort of thing that's entirely normal on this type of ancient artefact. There's also, in the centre of it, beneath the inscribed plaque, the head of the Gorgon Medusa with her snaky hair. Better known now as the logo for Versace, but as you can see, the Romans really did get in there first. It's flanked by two swans, and the function of the Gordon head, the reason for choosing it in this context, is probably that it had the idea of scaring away evil spirits and would help protect the deceased person whose ashes are buried inside the ash chest. At the top, to the corners, are heads of Jupiter Ammon, and below him are eagles on either side. Eagles are an interesting choice of decoration because they're very much associated with the idea of apotheosis, of life after death. And also, of course, they're associated very much with the power of Rome, the legionary standards, and they're the bird of Jupiter. But what's unusual on this ash chest is not what's on the front, but on the sides, where we actually have depicted images of ships' prows. And this may be an unusual feature that's actually personalised to the story of Abascantianus himself, because the inscription tells us he died at Narbo, that's Narbonne in the south of France. And perhaps the choice of the ship's prowls relate to the idea of his journey, his fateful journey to the south of France from where he never returned. We don't know the reason for his journey. It could have been that he had a job there, or he could have been a trader, or he could have been working for somebody else. But he was actually quite young when he died. He was only 22 and was commemorated by his parents. If we didn't have this ash chest, he would be completely unknown to us. The translation of the inscription on the front of the ash chest reads, To the departed spirits of Tiberius Claudius Abascantianus, who lived for 22 years and died at Narbo in the province. Titus Flavius Abascantus and Claudia Stratia, his parents, set this up. What's interesting here is his name, Tiberius Claudius Abascantianus, because he derives his family name, Claudius, from his mother, Claudia Strata, rather than his father, who was a Flavius. And this shows that his parents weren't actually legally married at the time he was born. Either his mother or his father, or perhaps both, were originally a slave, freed only after Abascantianus had been born. This particular ash chest is part of our new display that you can see all around it, which is recreating the feel of an ancient columbarium. This is a collective tomb, often underground, resembling a dovecote, hence the name columbarium from the Latin word columba, meaning a dove. It consists of ashes in individual niches and ash chests. Sometimes we also get portrait busts of the deceased person. Usually, we find between 50 and 100 urns in a columbarium, but the largest known in Rome had as many as 3,000 urns. Some Roman columbaria tombs belonged to a specific household, 
whereby the slaves and freedmen and people who worked within a household would all be buried together. Others, though, were commercial operations, so individuals could join a burial club, known as a collegium, and pay a small monthly sum to ensure that they could have a proper burial. So this was a way of guaranteeing a decent burial and commemoration on their birthday for future years. Columbaria could be beautifully decorated with pictures of flora and fauna, as you can see from our lovely example here. There were small inscribed plaques beneath each niche, often just a simple short text with the name of the deceased, sometimes the age at death and the name of the commemorator. So two examples you can see in our display belong to Achilles, no, not the mythical hero who died from an arrow shot, but a storekeeper, someone who worked within a household. And another is for an individual called Januarius, who was a verna, in other words, a slave born within a household. So it's not just the great and the good in the Roman world who could receive a nice Latin inscription. Now it's your chance to create your own Latin epitaph. We've got our scribes on hand, and all you have to do is to select your own Roman name from a menu and then have a scribe complete the imitation columbarium plaque and then upload it to our Twitter hashtag.